When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. All right, we got some great news yesterday, in my opinion. If you're somebody who wants continuity in 2024, if you're somebody who liked what you saw offensively this year, but you think there's still some room to grow. I liked it. I liked it. Um, But I thought there was room to grow. There's room to grow. Uh, Bobby Slowick. Gerard Johnson will both be back in 2024. Um, they both signed new contracts with raises. Uh, with within the well, I don't know when Gerard's was, but the re- first report I saw on Bobby Slow, it was either Ian Rapoport or Adam Schefter, one of the two, uh, or maybe Pelissero. Who I apologies, I can't remember which newsbreaker it was. Said that he signed a new deal a few days ago. Um, hmm. so, so that's been kind of kept Bobby under Sloak wraps. Did. Bobby Slowick did. Sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Bobby Slowick. Todd Johnson was still interviewing, uh, yesterday. So yeah. Yep. Yep. So there, the bottom line is both will be back. Uh, both got raises. So I think that, mm-hmm. I think that's relevant because it shows the Texans ownership, Cal McNair willing to continue to invest in the team in ways that are not salary cap related. You know, these are areas that. There is no limit on spending for coaches and spending for facilities and spending yes. on those things. And, yes. and and Cal McNair has shown a a uh, just a a great willingness to give the coaches and the staff whatever it is they need to be successful, including happy offensive coordinators and quarterback coaches. He's currently paying three head coaches. Yes, uh, Cal Cal and Hannah are so like Cal and Hannah have no issue paying three head coaches, two of whom aren't currently employed for the Texans they're like dead money that doesn't count against the cap they're cool with which is uh like I mean it's nothing you want to brag about or have be a a constant thing obviously but that is one I I think one difference between Cal and his father that people underestimated um when Cal took over was that he's he's much I don't want to say looser um, he's going to be much more aggressive on spending the th- spending on the things that might help you win games, but don't count against the cap. So the the dietitian stuff, uh, the dietary stuff, the the weight room, um, that virtual walkthrough that I haven't heard as much about lately. But it, frankly, a lot of the stuff that Jack Easterby wanted to do, Jack Easterby kind of had a carte blanche to do a, a bunch of stuff that ended up being good stuff. Yeah, like Jack Easterby himself had some issues, but he did provide some good programs and some good structure to the program that some owners wouldn't have been willing to pay for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and, and Cal's been willing to do that, and he was willing to, to make sure Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson were appropriately compensated. When you, uh, when you first said that, they, that Gerard Johnson and Bobby Slowick signed with raises, I thought you said razors, and in my mind immediately, I thought it was some kind of blood oath. Oh, like, it was like a blood in, blood see, out, or something. See, yeah, I didn't I, know. Like, I would have said it's like a razor cut, like Harry's razors. They signed yeah, a deal yeah. to come back to the Texans, and in the process, they will be endorsing 
Acme razors. <laughs> Good job. Hey, hey, we, we can't give you a raise, but we're going to give you this endorsement of this product over here. Um, I would say, so with Bobby Sloak, and I know that there's still people out there that were frustrated with Bobby Sloak this year because, A, the growing pains, or B, just they didn't like some of his decision-making, his insistence on running the ball, all of that. Um, I would say the, the first part is just the results that you had with C.J. Stroud and Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson as his coaches, as his main, his main two coaches. You know, Bill Lazor's in there, too. Yep. Um, like, just look at the results. C.J. led the NFL in passing yards per game and, in t- and touchdowns to interception ratio. Those two things that only Joe Montana and Tom yeah. Brady have ever done. In yeah, that's not a rookie season. thing. That's a he led the league thing. Yeah, yeah. They, those guys didn't do it as rookies. They did it when yeah. they were in the peaks of their career. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, and he, and he was fourth in the NFL in the most passes of 20-plus yards. There was an explosivity to this passing game, and yet he wasn't throwing interceptions. It's freaky weird stuff for a rookie to be able to pull that off. The lion's share of the credit is always going to go to the quarterback, as it should. But the big part about Bobby Slowick in and this system is that it, it's very, very possible that in other systems – and with other offensive coordinators, CJ wouldn't have shown the amount of growth that he did and the maturity he did. Because this system, it like those reads, him making it to the third read and the progression, all that stuff, it's all tied to your footwork. I mean, there's some classic West Coast elements to this offense that Bobby Sloak did a really good job of drilling the basics into CJ Stroud, and CJ just adapted to it like a prodigy. And I like whatever you think about Draw Johnson or Bobby Sloak or anything else. I think keeping that structure in place for at least one more year was going to be really, really important. Because CJ, CJ was the first guy to say at the end of the season, look, I'm still a rookie. I've got a lot to learn. I've got, you know, he's got to learn pass protection a lot better. Like, that's, a, that's something that you can't, like, it's advanced stuff to be able to handle the pass protection and then do all the mental stuff that he's doing right now. And there's just no way you can cram all that into a rookie season. This this offseason, he's going to be able to work with Bobby Slowick and Gerard Johnson uninterrupted on becoming better at pa- understanding pass protection. You know, picking up tells on blitzes, all that little stuff. Yeah. Boy, you lay it out that way, and you're right. Like, CJ, like you talk about coming into a rookie season, and there's, you know, you've been doing the combine, you've been doing all the draft stuff, and you're coming in, and now you're you're swimming mentally because you're learning a new offense, and you're getting to know your your teammates and your staff and everything like that. This should put them in the HOV lane to getting to that ceiling for this offense because it's one less thing. There won't be any re there, there won't be any getting acquainted with anybody. Period for CJ yeah. Stroud. Like you are boom. Like you are hitting the ground running when it comes time for him to get back in the building. Which and and the reason that's important too because I'll point out some of the negatives of Bobby Slowick from this year. Mm-hmm. Which is easy, partly because Bobby Sloak himself has has listed them at times. You know, he's been very open and honest about his growing pains as uh, a play caller. I think one initially was just trying to install too much all at once. We saw that in the first game versus the Ravens, where they just were they they just couldn't tell their forehead from their butts uh, because there was so much going on before the snap, and they fixed that very quickly. Um, the biggest thing that they really need to watch out for because this isn't just a first year of the system thing. It, it happens every year with every team. Is that you? They've got to do a better job of identifying and assessing who they actually have on the roster and what their strengths are because they wasted way too much time 
trying to fit the square peg that is Damian Pierce into the round hole yeah. that is the zone running scheme. And, you know, Damian will be the first one to tell you that, that he just, he just did not – it did not click with him this year. And he's got to figure that out in the offseason. But they can't, they can't waste an entire half season trying to force that issue. they no. got to figure that out in the offseason. No, and, it's, it, and it was really strange, too. You know, it's not like – it was a brand-new staff. You know, sometimes there's a tendency, like – if, if you were the one that drafted him or you were the one that brought him into the yeah. league, there's a sense of loyalty there. They had an odd sense of loyalty to Damian Pierce for a guy who was not their, you know, quote-unquote their guy. I'm, I'm 100% with you on that. That's the one thing, Bobby Slowick, yeah, they got to get the run game going. I think the other, the other criticism I would have of Bobby Slowick is I thought there were just certain points in the year where he just got a little too cute for his own good. Especially yeah, down yeah. in the red zone, down in the deep part of the red zone, you know, shovel passes, you know, just li- just certain ty- certain plays where I'm going. Wait, the, just you, you got C.J. Stroud, <laughs> you know. Just- well, you know what I, you know what worries me about that is, I, you know, I think on the one hand you figure okay maybe he was just being realistic and knew that that offensive line wasn't going to be able to move people down there that it, it you know in the red zone or in the on the goal line. But the the thing that worries me though is. That to run that many gadget plays means you got to practice that many gadget plays. <laughs> and yes. that's like, that I've takes up a lot of time. Yeah. But the magic of the gadget, one of the advantages of running gadget plays is that it forces the defense that week, the defense that you're going to be playing that week, to address that in practice. They got to spend their practice time being like, all right, listen, we got to go over this stuff and be sure we're, we're square on responsibilities and everything. But but when you start practicing ten gadget plays yourself, you're kind of you're negating that benefit. Yeah, def- that that defense isn't going to practice any more versus the gadget stuff. They're just going to address the fact that you have gadget plays and how important the discipline is at various. Yeah, times. yeah, Bobby, we're burning daylight here on this yeah, triple flea yeah. flicker reverse. Let's go, yeah. let's go. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.
Um, so, so Bobby Slowick, Gerard Johnson will both be back, and I think overall that's a really good thing. What's interesting is that, and I know John McClain said this quite a bit throughout this process. He was adamant about this from the get-go, is that Bobby Slowick could be back because he needs another year of seasoning. I don't know if ultimately that's how Bobby Slowick felt about things. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, we're down to two jobs. It could very well be that he could read the tea leaves and go, okay, I don't think I'm getting Washington or Seattle. Let's sign this extension and come back and let's roll in 2024. We don't know the 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 you know the particulars of, of Bobby Slowick coming back. I'm just glad he's back. The comparison that a lot of people made, Seth, was Ben Johnson last year when Ben Johnson in the in the head coaching cycle a year ago yeah. did a couple interviews, including the Texans, and then decided early on to go back to Detroit. And I think the presumption was, the assumption was that Ben Johnson would be a head coach this go round. That's not happening. Ben Johnson, this happened, this is interesting because this this news came down before the Bobby Slowick news came down. So who knows? Maybe Washington was letting a bunch of people know yesterday what direction they were going, including Ben Johnson, and he maybe wasn't getting the job because Ben Johnson, the OC in Detroit, is staying in Detroit for another year this year. Here was Ian Rappaport yesterday from the NFL Network. Fascinating decision by Ben Johnson, and I would say, you know, if he wants to win the Super Bowl, Detroit is loaded. They're going to be loaded again next year. That is a great spot to do it, and, you know, always a chance he can win a Super Bowl as a head coach, but this is a good opportunity for him. Stay there. He was richly compensated for his decision uh, last year. Similar decision this year, and I think, you know, just be frank, I think it's before the coaching church, everyone assumed, all right, he's definitely getting a head coaching job. He's the leading candidate here. He's the leading candidate there. One thing that I've been saying and you have been saying as well is the commanders were far more open than it seemed. This was not just Ben Johnson's job. They have been a wide-ranging search. It is still ongoing, as is the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, for for Ben Johnson to know, instead of saying, you know, let's wait and see what happens. Do I get it? Do I not? He has a great chance. He has a great life. He is an excellent, excellent offensive coordinator who's going to have an opportunity next year, Tom. The fact that he pulls out now guarantees he is not going to get a head coaching job this year. But it's certainly, much like the Lions window is now open, Ben Johnson's coaching window is open as well. Yeah, so these are very similar in my mindset. The Sloak uh... and Ben Johnson things, I, I think they're very they're, they're very similar in that both guys can say, I'm going back to try to win a Super Bowl. You know, these are two two teams that are going to be in. in well, the- okay, yeah, and let's be clear, though, too, like, Washington didn't offer Ben Johnson a job. Well, like, they, this is, like, it's being framed like, uh, like hey, pull them. Yeah. No, no, and that's where I'm going with this. Yeah. Is that I think both guys, Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick, could say, no, I'm going back because we're going to make a run at it next year and I'm excited to go back. I, there's probably not a coincidence either that both Ben Johnson and Bobby Slowick are both making these, not announcements, but l- leaking the reports to newsbreakers. Yeah that they're going back to their respective teams. My guess is that Washington was probably giving strong indications as to what direction they were going, and it wasn't either of the two of them. They were When Ben Johnson made the announcement, the Washington brass was on their way to Detroit, not to specifically offer Ben Johnson the job, but to interview both him and Aaron Glenn, Correct. the defensive coordinator. Yeah. So um, are you, are you going to make me do this? Are you gonna, am I going to have to do it myself? Am I going to have to credit Seth Payne with uh, telling everybody, like, hold on a second. It's not – this is crazy that people just assume that Ben Johnson's going to Washington. And it was really starting to annoy me how people were acting like it was a uh, – what's the French word you guys like to use? Fait accompli. Fait accompli. Oh. Mission accomplished. 
Yeah. That's, yeah, you, yeah. Listen, everybody. You can't, you can't trust these nugget hussies. They just, God, they're so desperate to look like they have the inside edge on something. And they just flat out don't most of the time. Until an agent or uh, the, an executive leaks what they want out there publicly already, they don't have squat. So all this nonsense about, oh, Ben Johnson's almost definitely going to be the guy in Washington. Never listen to him. Ever. Well, ever. Well, you better get your mind right because you're stuck with somebody who believes the Nugget Hussies is your co-host. Okay? It's going to be this way for a long, long time. <laughs> no, but seriously, Sean. Like, Sean, you yeah. spent the last week just being like, I mean, it looks like it's pretty much a given. Yeah, I know. Like, I, you can't. How can you allow yourself to keep getting burned? I don't know. By these I'm just going to tell you it's going to keep happening. Just so you know, I, I'm, I'm giving you a warning right now. It's going to keep happening. Okay. Um, what do you think about this, Schefter? I'll try my best, Seth. I promise. Uh, according to Adam Schefter, Ben Johnson was not. This is a quote. Ben Johnson was not the head coaching lock people thought. Um, other than Seth C. Payne. Uh, he didn't say that. And this part I, I thought was interesting is asking price spooked some teams. Hmm. What do we think Ben Johnson is going in there and asking for? Is Ben Johnson going in there asking for Sean Payton money or something? I, I wonder if he's the kind of guy that in his heart knows that he, he, he might really prefer being a coordinator. Because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're different jobs. Yeah. yeah like, and he's just kind of like, okay, I've got a probably I could make, I could make several million dollars per year for a long, long time which is awesome, awesome money, and I can keep that in perspective, and I enjoy being a coordinator, but if I get this absurd amount of money, then I'm, I'm going to take it. I'll tell you an ancillary benefit of being the OC where he is right now, and we learned this in the NFC title game, he, by and large, is never going to take the hits after a game. Right. He, Dan Campbell is like Uncle Junior on the Sopranos. He's there to take the hits from the feds, yeah. and meanwhile, Tony, Ben Johnson, is free to run the, run the family his way without any it, criticism. And I'll tell you real quick, like yeah. if Dan Campbell wanted to flame Ben Johnson after that game, you know who had the absolute worst short yardage run defense in the league last year? The Niners. The San, the San yeah. Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Dead last. They allowed, when it was third, uh, when it was three yards or less to get a first down, they allowed a greater than 70% conversion rate. Right. The Lions, who were running all over the 49ers in that game on both those fourth down conversions yeah. chose pass. Yep. And it was uh it was a very curious decision. They, like that that reeks of I'm clever. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Running the ball is fine, but chicks dig the pass. And yeah. all anybody can talk about is the decision to go for it, not the play that was called. Yeah, you know, the, so t- the chance of converting via the run versus the 49ers was far, far greater than the chance of that field goal kicker kicking a 45-yard field goal. Yeah. That guy's 50% from 40 yards. Like, it just – and not to mention all the other, you know, analytical – that was analytics that you could – that a sixth grader could do, yep. frankly. Yep. That's why I'm getting so angry that people are framing it as an analytics discussion. Yeah. No, it's a – Basic math. It's like a, 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 a sixth grader could do it in 1943. All right, top of the hour. We are celebrating Mikoversary, the one-year anniversary of the hiring of D'Amico Ryans. Um, up next, headlines. We'll dig back into the coaching carousel in the NFL. Big day for C.J. Stroud yesterday as well. You are listening to Payne and Pendergast. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage get cox internet powered by fiber with america's fastest download speeds it's internet built for tomorrow today cox always building better cox internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection speeds vary and are not guaranteed cox terms and other restrictions may apply analysis by ookla speed test intelligence data fixed median download speeds usq3 2023 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.